Hey everyone, welcome today and thank you for listening. This is the 10-Minute Marketing Broadcast. I am your host today, Sonia Crystal Williams of soniacrystal.com and Go-Getter Marketing Group. Um, today I'm joined by my colleague, Kylie Yaki. Hi. Hey Kylie, welcome. All right, and Kylie is also with Go-Getter Marketing Group. So each week we come up with different topics, um, and a lot of these topics are inspired by questions that we get from clients we work with or just uh, from some of our consulting and trainings that we do, things that people want to know about. So today's topic is around establishing your voice on social media, specifically not your personal voice, but as a brand and a business, how do you come across on social media? So the question for this uh, podcast today is, um, if I have a brand, uh, why is that so important when it comes to tone or voice? How is that important to how I talk about my business on social media or other digital marketing channels? And should it be different across some of those different social media channels or different across different types of businesses. I'm using different a lot, I feel like, but again, tone and voice um, and how should that differ across brands and social media or digital marketing, email, other channels like that. Yeah. And this is so important for not only businesses and brands starting out in their social media just off the bat, but also if you're going through a rebrand or if you as a singular marketer are joining a, uh, the marketing, digital marketing team of a business and integrating into their brand voice. Um, so you'll want to go in and first of all, just know that this is how you're presenting your, the brand to the world online. Not only just saying, this is us, here we are, but also how you're engaging with your audience and with people who want to know more about you and what your brand is about. Yeah. I think it's a good point, Kylie. Sorry to cut you off, but I, I, I just, I think as you're saying that, like the, the thoughts that are coming to my mind is like, how can a business in a sense, like humanize their brand? Um, and, you know, think about like every time as a brand, we post, anytime we talk verbally on a video, anytime we design something that has wording on it, anytime we write an email or we write a post or we're looking for ways through messaging to connect with our customers. Like every time, it's so natural for us to, to do it as marketers, but we really have to take into consideration, like what's the personality of our brand and how does that come across to people? Okay, that's my two cents. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly right. And what a lot of businesses do, um, again, either when they're starting out rebranding or when a new digital marketer is joining their team is they'll have a list of adjectives to embody in their voice of if our brand was talking to you, this is, you know, the traits that mm -hmm. you'd want to come across as having. Um, so for many brands, it could be very either bubbly or humorous, um, depending on your audience and what you're promoting for your business. Or it could be very like authoritative and kind of serious and just very logistical. Mm -hmm. um, so it requires not only um, a really good understanding of your business, but also of who you're targeting um, online. Who is your audience? Who are the demographics who are consuming your content? 
Yeah, I mean, that would have a deep impact on how you need to speak to them. So it's almost like it's almost like it's got to be a crossover between this is our brand and how we want to present ourselves, And this is what we feel our audience may be responsive to. Um, I really like that, that idea of adjectives that really describe the brand um, in terms of its voice, because it's, it's what's needed. And again, it goes back to, again, humanizing the brand. Like if I were to think of a cartoon character and all the traits that go into a cartoon character, right? You've got to think about your brand in that way. What is the character? What is the persona? Um, all the way down to other little, little things to think about. Like when you publish on social media, are you speaking in first person? Are you speaking, um, plural are you speaking singular you know is it is it i you know if you're a brand or is it we um you know how do you want that to come across are you do you use the company's name do you say we and our when you're talking to people do you say you or do you say customers you know like how are you speaking to people is really important um, because that might kind of flesh out is this a more formal tone that we're going for or is it more conversational so those are some pretty important things to keep in play yes absolutely and it's and it can be helpful um, if you once you know the personality of the voice that you want to be in if you have like a couple set examples um, for other people on your team to always be able to refer to for how your brand should sound um, and especially if you're going from platform to platform on social networks, because on Twitter, you might be a little more casual, especially with such a short character count, whereas you might want to sound more professional on LinkedIn. Exactly. Such a great point. Um, you know, it, another kind of little piece that I'd add on, you know, to say, and this is, this is homework assignment for anyone who's listening, especially if this is something you've been trying to hone in on or figure out, or you're going through that rebranding process and you're trying to understand what, what should this look like for our brand? Um, kind of a, a great homework assignment, again, kind of going along the lines of, of, of humanizing your brand is, is really, really start to think through and kind of answer those questions that, that Kylie has mentioned. Like, what, what is our tone? Um, how does it need to come across per social network if you're responsible for producing content? Um, think about what should that sound like? And then another thing, and this, this actually comes from a four-part formula. Um, this was created by Stephanie Schwab, which is you need to think about, for our voice, the components, which are what's the character or persona? Um, meaning, are we playful? Are we friendly? Are we warm? What's the tone? Are we like straight shooters where we're very honest or indirect? Um, what is our language? And this one's really important because with language, again, you need to decide, are we a brand that explains things in very technical terms? So there's a lot of um, jargon that we're using and a lot of industry and insider language. Or are we, you know, again, using more conversational tone, more, more fun loving. And that again could vary from network to network. Twitter could be, we're lighter, we're softer, we're more fun. And then when you find us on LinkedIn, cause we're speaking to maybe investors, um, it is more jargon field. It is more toward insiders. Um, so think about that character, tone, language. And then finally, what is the purpose of the content that you're creating? And that might also help you figure out the voice in that 
particular moment. Yeah, and a really good example to look at um, across social medias um, is things, uh, brands like um, Wendy's has a really popular Twitter account because of the way that they engage in like playful competitiveness with other businesses and they talk really casually to their um, audience members and people reaching out to them. And so they understand that their purpose on their Twitter is maybe not as much as like, you know, promotion of their food, but it's more about how they're interacting with their customers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, that, it's building that connection and humanizing the brand because that humor is really there as a way to kind of bridge a connection to the customers. And at the same time, if someone sent a serious question or a complaint, like they're going to handle that too, you know, so you got to be able to strike a balance between both and really build out guidelines for your team on what that looks like. Um, so here's kind of tip number slash assignment number two, after you've come up with kind of those four parts, also thinking about um, if your team has brand guidelines, a lot of companies build brand guidelines around the visual look of the brand, but you also have to think about brand guidelines in terms of how do we come across in our messaging? And so this could be kind of another exercise or study if your team hasn't done it or if it's time to revisit it figure out again what are the guidelines that we're creating on how people should respond or how people should communicate and then have those examples and those guidelines yes because consistency is so important when you're working on a team for the digital marketing is even if there's multiple team members working on the same account you should all sound like that one same brand each yep. time exactly you hit it cool so Wendy's is a great example. Um, we wrote some other ones down. We've got a few. So like if you're looking for good examples, uh, these are some of the brands to check out on social media and look across their Twitter, their Facebook, their LinkedIn and see what are the consistencies and how do they slightly change up tone. The voice might be the same, but how do they slightly change up tone, which is a component or a subset of voice? How do they change that slightly um, from network to network? So I'll, I'll throw another one out there. And Kylie, I know you've got some more, but L'Oreal, I, I think they're just hands down a really great example. Um, they do this really well. And I'll give the, the example between their Instagram and their LinkedIn account. On LinkedIn, L'Oreal is highly, highly focused on things happening within the company when it comes to innovation and research and science of how they develop their products. Um, it's also very people focused around the people in the company. On Instagram, they actually have two different accounts. They've got the, the L'Oreal Paris, the makeup brand, and that's more front facing, focused on what goes into the product, um, you know, different key ingredients that a consumer might want to know. And then they've got their other Instagram account that kind of is more similar to that LinkedIn account where it's got that mix of here's how we're improving sustainability when we're developing products. Um, here's what's going on with our R&D team and things like that. So that's a really good example. Again, think about how does that apply across brand um, and across network. Yeah. And uh, another one of my favorite examples is Denny's Diner. Um, their Tumblr page is notorious for being very kind of chaotic and absurdist, um, <laughs> very in vain with um, the platform. And it is really popular with especially 
younger audience members who are more attracted to that type of humor style. Right. um, which you can read more about that about in our uh, millennial and Gen Z marketing blog um, on our Go Getter blog about what might target um, those demographics more. Um, and Denny's does an amazing job at it. And so does um, I would say Taco Bell and Jack in the Box. Um, their Twitters, especially, they're very funny. They focus on their buyer persona really well um, in talking to their audience members. Yeah. And here's one final one I'll share Walmart. Um, So Walmart, you know, and this is kind of going and expanding into some of the uh, social networks that attract younger audiences. Um, Because to Kylie's point, you know, we got to think about how are we getting in front of you know, now it's millennials, yes, but Gen Z is coming up, you know, right behind millennials. So how do we get in front of some of these other audiences that are now decision makers and purchasers? Um, And a really great example of that, Walmart um, uses TikTok to create kind of similar to what you shared, Kylie, about Denny's, like they're, they're marketing on a network like TikTok or Snapchat is very, um, for lack of a better term, it's a little ADHD. It's very like, choppy and it's like meant to just kind of give you these little short snippets to capture your attention and do really weird and odd things you know um but that are kind of fun loving and that you know people would relate to and then on the flip side to that you know for me if i see them on facebook an ad running on facebook it might be because uh, Walmart partnered with HGTV and it's very, it's more conservative feeling, you know? Um, so it, it really just depends on the brand and, and how they're targeting people and what, what space they're in in that moment and what makes sense for that particular channel or medium. Yeah, that is exactly it. It's really those things combined that makes a brand so successful in their voice and their digital marketing. Exactly. All right. So hopefully that gives everyone some tips and some very specific examples to think about. And remember kind of the two exercises to think about going through is really going through that four part process, defining your voice through character, tone, language, and purpose, and think about adjectives that describe your brand in each one of those boxes, and how can I break that down across anything, any kind of communication, written, verbal, any kind of way we're getting in front of our brands, um, or excuse me, our clients digitally, um, what should that look like? That's number one. And then number two, pull that into your brand guidelines. Think about your brand guidelines, not as just the visual communication for your brand, but also some of the written communication and the messaging. and almost have a subset or page within those guidelines that really lays out examples of what this should look like. And for ideas and inspiration, think about those brands we just shared, Wendy's, Taco Bell, L'Oreal, Denny's. Um, those are some great starting points for you. All right, so that's going to wrap up today's 10-minute marketing podcast. Be sure to check out our blog. We post this podcast both on the Go-Getter Marketing Group site, which you can find at gogettergroup.com, or on my personal site, sonyacrystal.com, Sonya with a J, Crystal with a C. And feel free to drop us your questions. You can tag us on social media. Um, We get, again, a lot of these questions from people that reach out to us, um, either clients or people we consult with, or sometimes people just have general questions. So reach out to us ask your questions and we are happy to answer. Um, And until then, thank you so much for listening. Take care.